Well, hi there. Welcome to Attention, a podcast from the American Advertising Federation, District 10. My name is Ray Shillings. Conversations with the people in our industry who make advertising and marketing impactful and relevant. Our stories take you behind the scenes on a variety of advertising platforms where we explore current trends and topics. AAF District 10 promotes professional development and networking, recognizes advertising excellence, provides news and resources, helps develop future industry leaders, and promotes the value of ethical and transparent advertising. You can find out more about District 10 at aaf10.org. That's aaf10.org. Well, here we are, the holidays of 2020. It's Yeah, it's been a year, <laughs> no doubt about that. A, a good year in some ways, and I hope that you see that as well as I do. As we wrap up uh, 2020, we wanted to kind of get a little bit of a a wave goodbye and maybe a few smiles, too, about some of the great things that have happened uh, throughout this year from the American Advertising Federation perspective, District 10. Suzanne LaForgia as governor and as a seasoned sales and strategy executive, over 25 years of experience in driving revenue growth for early stage, relaunched media brands, as well as evangelizing new digital media platforms. She's been involved with American Ad Federation Dallas since 2015, a variety of leadership roles and board positions, including a presidency during the 2017-18 term year when AAF Dallas won Club of the Year. That's kind of cool. Stephanie Price in the panhandle on this snowy panhandle day is first lieutenant governor. She's at the Panhandle Plains Historical Museum, Texas's largest history museum. She drives a marketing team developing and executing all advertising publicity, social media, tourism, and promotional activities. She was also named Member of the Year for AAF Amarillo in 14. She was also awarded the Rising Star for the State of Texas by the Texas Travel Industry Association, presented by Southwest Airlines in 2019, and there is so much more. Crystal Gonzalez is Second Lieutenant Governor. She is uh, the National Sales Executive at Pandora, eight-plus years in digital advertising, skilled in digital strategy, streaming audio, video, programmatic, and sponsorships. She's been involved with AdFed Dallas since uh, 2012 in a variety of leadership and board positions, and she was awarded the Silver Medal Award, Crystal was, for her services in uh, 2016. So we're out of time, guys. Uh, thanks for talking to me today. I, uh... <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> it's, good, it's good that we're here. It's good that we're here and, and have a chance to... Uh, well, just just to talk as we wrap up this year, um, you know, Suzanne, I uh, I have so many questions for you as it relates to being the governor of District Ten. This was this was a challenging year. You you started out this term as governor with um, three words: consistency, collaboration, and community. For over a hundred ten years, American AdFed has supported the people that make advertising as an industry and a profession great. And uh, so AAF, steadfast and sure, consistency, collaboration, we are a team. Community means so much more, whether you're in the region or in a district, you, you speak the same basic language, community. So talk to me, Suzanne, about <laughs> 
2020, from your perspective as governor, I'm curious to hear some of the things that have gone on in your world. How's it been? Sorry, yes, I was sitting on mute. It's 2020, y'all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was making sure there wasn't background noise for you, Ray. But um, anyway, uh, yes, 2020, what a year. Um, I cannot believe, quite frankly, that we're sitting in you know the final days of 2020. And while we had hoped that you know the pandemic would have released its grip a bit, um, we all know that that's you know not the case. We're still living in you know some lockdowns and shelter in place and working from home. Um, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel, um, and I think you know going into this term. We've been planning for it, obviously, before all of this this happened, and the you know the three C's: community, consistency, and collaboration. Um, Stephanie Crystal and I actually you know came up with that together because uh, we wanted to make sure that all the great work that had come before us at the district level with uh, past Governor Bill Richmond and. Um, Larry Brantley beforehand, you know, that we were carrying the ball forward no matter what was happening externally. Like you said, you know, the AAF has been around for 110 years and has been through other pandemics. And so we just wanted to make sure we we got through this one um, together. And I think what we've been able to do at the district level and down at the club level is as best we can, you know, pivoting from our awesome in-person events that we do to we now Zoom on a regular basis like everybody else. Um, we're able to, to pivot our, you know, events and programs and all of that, um, you know, pretty well. And I think the bright spot in all of it is that even though we weren't able to get together in person at all, I feel like the communication throughout the district has gotten maybe a touch better um, because we are able to hop on Zooms and see everybody's faces and what used to be conference calls um, are now Zoom calls. And I think being able to see people's faces really does, um, you know, help with, with all of that. And I've, you know, I personally have seen from our, our club level you know, a lot of good engagement um, with the the president in particular and, you know, their board by and large, um, despite the fact that there's, you know, Zoom fatigue and, you know, all of that, you know, we still have pretty, you know, pretty engaged members. And I think it's because we also, from a district level, and I'll, I'll give, you know, Stephanie and Crystal or, or Ray, if you want to sort of pass the microphone to them to add their thoughts, but, you know, we, we really have taken it um, taking the approach that district is here to help support and celebrate the club. And we want to make sure that they're, you know, feeling supported and, you know, help from us, you know, to the extent to which that we can. Um, and I, I think, you know, with everything going on, uh, we've been able to, to do that, I hope. Um, so, but man, it was a whole different year than I thought it was going to be for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an understatement. What about you, Stephanie? What, what, uh, what are some of the uh, 
Let's look at the pos uh, positive side of 2020 here. Uh, what are some of the things that uh, really happened and, and really happened in a good way? Yeah, sure, absolutely. I think that we, um, I'd like to hit on Suzanne's point that we really have taken the time to take care of each other. And we've seen some really wonderful things across um, our amazing clubs about taking care of their members, about people who've been laid off and still, you know, including them in membership and trying to help them find new jobs where, you know, in other clubs where they're just, you know, checking in and still trying to have fun with each other and sending boxes of candy or making sure people feel, you know, a little bit of love. And I think that's been a great thing that's come out of 2020 is we've realized that it's all about people and that's what the AAF is about. It's about the people that make up the Advertising Federation. So like Suzanne says, we've been able to see each other's faces more and it's not just voices through a conference call. So I think that's been the positive for me is just seeing how all of our clubs have really tried to embrace everyone and find ways to just make their members feel valued or more educated or, you know, more excited about the industry. Yeah. Good points. Uh, Crystal, what about you? And uh, you're getting ready to pack here as we're recording this uh, just prior to the holidays to do some holiday traveling. I don't think there's going to be a lot of people on the roads traveling this year, but safe travels up to uh, Wisconsin. But Crystal, take Thank a look you. back at 2020 for just a moment and uh, talk about uh, your response to it. Yeah, I think it's really um, allowed our clubs to kind of take a moment and think about really what, you know, what is AAF and what is at the core and what, what do we do for our members? You know, as Suzanne and Stephanie said, I think it's brought us a lot closer. And I also think it's kind of redefined what AAF does. I mean, you think about some of our clubs and the first thing you think of is, oh, I go to a luncheon or I go to an event. We have to rethink what, you know, what AAF is about. We are supporting diversity and inclusion, education um, efforts, you know, supporting those young professionals coming into the, into the industry and government relations. So all these positive um, things that we're putting out into the marketplace and our members want to be part of that. And people are joining us for that reason more than just going to an event or hopping onto a Zoom call. So I think the biggest thing is we've taken a step back, really just kind of looked at, you know, who is AF and what are they doing for us? So that's really become um, instrumental. Yeah. And, and, and they're doing a great job. Steve Pacheco had some great words about uh, 2020. He said, it would be really easy to write a year-end wrap-up column on here's how to uh, challenging 2020 was or unprecedented and such. But basically he said, uh, he's not going to do that. Instead, he says, what I will do is write about how I saw 2020 unfold and how incredibly proud I am of the AAF and the AAF staff, the members, the clubs, Council of Governors, corporate members, and sponsors and supporters for coming through this year, not only intact, but thriving, and uh, how they're set up and how we are set up for uh, whatever comes next. What a true statement. And I love the fact that he took the time uh, to share that. Then he follows that with a list of accomplishments for 2020. And he goes into pivoted AAF at American National Conference to a virtual, added 10 new corporate members, added eight new board members, voted in fourth consecutive female AAF board chair. Uh, and it goes on and on and on uh, of the things uh, that many people are saying goodbye to 2020. But I suggest we kind of embrace that. One of the things that I want to ask you, and I'll go back, go back to you, Suzanne, uh, what did you learn? This is on a personal note. What did you personally learn from the year 2020 in your life? 
<laughs> wow. Okay. So, so many lessons. Number one is uh, I am still deeply, deeply grateful and connected to advertising, the advertising industry, um, and what it means for businesses and individuals. Um, I personally changed my job in the middle of the pandemic on purpose, um, which many of my friends have sort of scratched their head like, why would you do that in the middle of the most economically disruptive time that we have seen in our lifetime, because this surpasses, in my opinion, 2007, 2008. And so what I did is I I left a a corporate job, an amazing company that is still amazing, and I love the people. But personally, what 2020 taught me is I'm at a point in my life where I want to be the director of my own, um, of my own, uh, I guess, future. And so I struck out as a business owner um, in 2020, and I'm using my years of experience in advertising, um, sales, and media to, to own my own business. And it has been an amazing journey, um, and I, I love that uh, that I'm doing it. And I've mentioned this a couple times in other podcasts and at some of my updates is I actually found this opportunity through a fellow AAS uh, colleague in District 10. So, um, you know, I, uh, through my, you know, being involved in AAS and the friends that I've made and the colleagues I've made, it has actually impacted my life in an extremely positive way. Um, and so, you know, personally, I have to thank the the day I sat down next to Larry Brantley in Dallas at an AAF lunch, um, luncheon and said, how do I get involved to where I'm sitting today, which is a business owner in advertising and publishing. Um, and so it's been, you know, an amazing 2020 from that perspective. Uh, on a personal basis for, for me. I couldn't be in a, in a year where for a couple of months, <laughs> I laugh and tell people that for April and May, I have PTSD. I don't remember what happened in April and May. Um, don't remember those two months. But coming out of that, um, I, uh, I now have you know an amazing opportunity and have been more happy and satisfied with my career in the past three months than I've had in a very, very long time, in a very long time. I think it's a, it was a great choice. And isn't it interesting how sometimes in the heat of adversity, we make some of the best decisions we could possibly ever make in our lives. I think that's what you what you're talking about here and what you've done. So congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. And great wishes as well. So, hey, Stephanie, I want to ask you a question. What was the one thing you did best in 2020? Huh? Tell me one thing you did best. I know you did a lot of great things, but what was the best one? Mm, that's a hard one. <clears throat> I thought I was going to get Suzanne's question, so I was prepping that in my head. Um, <laughs> you know, I 2020 started out fantastic for me, and it's, it's since kind of changed, of course, you know, mindset and gears and everything. But the coolest thing I did in 2020 was I was 
able to go to Africa. So before shutdowns and everything in February, I took this kind of leap of faith and joined a documentary crew to go to Africa. And so I learned, I think it prepared me for what 2020 was going to teach me and everything like that in that um, not to take everything that I have for granted. And I think I learned from the people of Ethiopia that family and friendships and relationships are the most important things you can have. And so I felt like, you know, in the beginning, I got so caught up in the hustle and bustle and jumping from event to event to calendar, you know, thing on my calendar to thing on my calendar that I was taking things for granted. And so when I went to Africa, I really slowed down and saw that, you know, we in the United States tend to think of people of Africa, especially Ethiopia, as very poor. But I would like to say they're some of the richest people because I saw generations of family living and working and loving on each other. And it really, you know, made me take a step back. And then, as you know, with the pandemic hitting, that did as well. But I found that I didn't miss the events. I missed the people. And so I think that that was, you know, one thing that I really got out of it all was that I, I don't want to ever take people or relationships, you know, for granted. Wow. Okay. Does that answer your question? Sorry. Yeah. Well, more so, and I'm glad I asked it of you because, okay, Suzanne quit her job, started a new career. Stephanie went to Africa. Uh, Crystal, did and you? And the other thing I did is I got pregnant. So, okay. On the total different swing, I'm expecting a baby. So, we made the decision to try again to have a child. And oh. so, it's been an interesting year all around for us in the leadership of V10, that's for sure. First of all, congratulations on that as well. That is so wonderful. Um, Crystal, can you top that by any chance? Did you climb Mount Everest or do anything like that, Crystal? What do you think? (laughs) No, (laughs) I did not. Uh, Do I get the same question as Stephanie? Yes, if you'd like the same question, you're more than welcome to. Uh, I don't know how I top that, man. You you don't have to top Uh, it. They're all great answers. They're all good answers. They are. They are. No, you're right. We, you know, we're all about collaboration and we all, you know, one thing I've realized about working with these other two ladies is we all have come from different backgrounds in different ways. Um, I mean, Suzanne and I come from the media sales side of things, but even still, like her being an ad age woman to watch coming from New York City, like, you know, I can't compete with that. But so we have very different, different paths. But, um, but yeah, so this year, the one thing I also, I had a baby in April at the height of the pandemic when nobody knew what this thing was. Um, so I stayed home a lot in the beginning. Um, but yeah, as far as me professionally, it's really allowed me to kind of just slow down and really get to know the people that I work with on a daily basis at Pandora, of course, and then also with AAF. And I think that's been honestly the height of this. I really feel like I'm at a great point in my career and with AAF and just seeing the future on the, like the green side of all of this, like. There are so much cool people in this industry and part of this organization. And one thing I've learned is you just kind of cast a web. You get to know everybody that you can and understand, you know, learn what you could benefit from them. I actually have a group of friends. Um, we're all in a group text together. and We all come from very different ad backgrounds. We're all in the advertising industry and AF is the thread. We all have different backgrounds and different professions. And, um, you know, but it's just amazing what our organization can do. And then also, like, even the ad industry coming together yeah. as a whole. Um, it's pretty powerful. And 
it, it makes me feel like I'm learning from people at all times. Like I never want to be the smartest in the room. And I think that's one thing I've really, for myself, put myself out there, um, slowed down, try to learn as much as I can, meet as many people as I can. And, you know, I'm excited for the future of the ad industry and specifically AAS. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, these are wonderful, uh, pictures of, of what 2020 was, and I'm so happy we can put a spin on it like this. You know, we're, we're in the heat of uh, the American Advertising Awards, at least prepping for that. Here in the Houston market, we're doing the, uh, uh, the awards, the entries uh, at this point in time. How? Uh, let me ask this of uh, Suzanne. Talk about uh, overall in District 10, how are things going as it relates to the American Advertising Awards? How do you feel about uh, the, coming, uh, the coming year and, and what to expect with that? Yep. Well, um, as you know, the, the season has just sort of kicked off here in the last week or so in earnest. And I think we're all, you know, what we're hearing from the club is everyone is a little trepidatious uh, that the entries may be down. Um, uh, but I think what, you know, the clubs are encouraging their members to do is to think outside the box. Um, in terms of you know what they're what they're submitting, um, judging is going to be virtual this year, so that is also an opportunity. You know, Crystal, Steffi, and I always talk about you know whenever we we hear the word challenge, you know, I hear the word opportunity, um, and so I you know I'm hearing that back from the clubs that they're you know, figuring out ways to do things differently. And as we start to see the clubs roll out their campaigns for, you know, submission entries and things like that, I, you know, I'm seeing some really, really cool stuff out of the club. Um, you know, if, you, if you're listening and you want to go check out some of the campaigns, you know, check out AAF Dallas and Shreveport Bossier, um, you know, Houston, doing some really, really cool things. Um, you know, one of the one of the bigger challenges, of course, is most likely the clubs won't be able to have an in person gala um, in you know the March timeframe, and so they're having to sort of pivot again. Um, and the other thing that the, the clubs are are doing is, and this has always been one of my sort of passion points in the nonprofit sector, is that even though the clubs are nonprofits, they are businesses in a way. And so I think this is also giving the clubs an opportunity to flex their, you know, their financial sort of chops in having to really assess, um, you know, being able to, to sell sponsorships and, you know, underwriting and things like that and pulling off events with, you know, little to, to no expenses. So it's just, um, you know, I think it's, it's, again, when we come out of the other side of the Addy season, we'll have, you know, the, the results, if you will, on how the clubs did. But I'm incredibly proud of, you know, all of them and what we're hearing. And David Mraz, who is our district Addy chair, this is his first year being district Addy chair mm -hmm. after Mark Eisenberg led that for a very long time, I think 15 years. And he's been doing an incredible job. So it's just, um, I'm very excited to see, like, as we get deeper into uh, into the American Advertising Awards. Sorry, I may have messed that up. The um, American Advertising Awards, um, you know, how they all do. Yeah. Um, so, 
it's uh, it's been fun to see them all pivot. I agree. I'm working on the committee here in the Houston market, and uh, and you're correct about that. David is uh, an amazing uh, leader in that respect, and that was a big uh, big shoes to fill uh, from Eisenberg as well. But uh, there are so many more things going on. I mean, you've got uh, 2021 coming here. We've got the Mosaic Awards now accepting uh, applications. You've got the uh, uh, the National Student Advertising Competition to look forward to in 2021. Uh, who would like to address uh, some of the other great things that as we come out of the holiday season, we better be ready for because a lot of things to have to be done in 2021. Yeah, I don't mind taking it. Those, yeah, I was about to say those kind of committees fall under me, actually. So you mentioned the National Student Advertising Competition. This will be a really interesting one as the client is tender. So it'll be interesting to see these students um, rise to the challenge of that case study. And so uh, we hold a district competition, and then um, they will do a semifinals and then a national um, national final. So it will be really great to see who comes out of that. District 10 has historically been a powerhouse, and we've always been very proud to send at least one or two teams to the national finals, and several of them have won. So excited to see the work that comes out of the amazing schools we have in D10. Oh, yeah. Other things that are going on. We are going to award lots of scholarships in 2021. Blake Goldston Foundation Chair said we're awarding upwards of $30,000 in educational scholarships. And a Sandy out of AAF Dallas is our scholarship chair, and she has just been incredibly passionate about reworking the scholarship, making sure it's equitable, the application processes, and we really are rewarding incredible students and helping to further their education. So very proud of that. We'll also have our club achievement competition. This is where District 10 gets to um, brag on our clubs a little bit, gets to reward them with some money, and to really see their kind of book reports for, as we've mentioned, a you know atypical, insane, crazy, crazy year. So most of all of that, including the Sporting District um, American Advertising Awards, is March. So March is a big month in D10, and we're going to see lots of wonderful things I know come out of our clubs. Yeah, I, I agreed. Crystal, did you want to add anything uh, to that? Sure. Um, we also just wrapped um, a handful of weeks ago our um, first Mosaic Awards held at the district level. Um, this is a nod to kind of what AF National does, honoring um, those championing diversity and inclusion in advertising. Um, so we wanted to bring that down to the district level and really hone in on our four states. And we had an amazing event um, held virtually, of course, which, as we said, I think it was really the positive of bringing everyone together and getting more people involved. Um, we had an excellent number of attendees, and we had amazing honorees. Um, so we're, we'll be gearing up for the next one that's already in the works, so look for, look for more um, in the future there. We also just um, shared out AF National's um, most promising mosaic um, students, or multicultural students, I should say. Um, so we had an email go out, and there was nine students from District 10 out of these 50 across the country, like across the entire United States. There's only wow. 50 selected out of all these students, and we were so honored to have um, so many come from District 10. So it's really amazing what we're doing. So to call District 10 a super district is, uh, is an understatement as well. Suzanne, I had uh, this question written out earlier, but I think I know the answer to it already. Do you secretly wish that your governorship might have happened in a healthier year? What do you think about that? Oh, that's a good question. 
Um, yes and no. I, you know, I, here, here's what I miss the most, seeing my friends in person. And we had had a, an amazing um, advention planned with the Governor's Ball in Oklahoma City. And the Oklahoma City team it had done just a wonderful, wonderful job. And, of course, we had to, to cancel it all. And so we didn't get to, to sort of salute Governor Bill um, in person and, you know, have the, the pomp and circumstance and, and, more importantly, the fun then. So I, I do miss um, and wish we had been able to do that. But, I, you know, I'm... I'm over my career, I've always gravitated towards challenging assignments, if you will, or companies or startups or, you know, something where, you know, if, if I came into the organization um, and was able to, you know, surround myself with people who were smarter and to Crystal's point for different backgrounds than me or whatever, and we worked together to, to improve from point A to point B, that's what's most fun for me. Um, and so to, to say that, uh, that we were, you know, throwing some challenges this year is an understatement. And I, I think um, while I, I would never wish, you know, ill health on anyone at all, um, you know, this was the challenge that was dealt to me in my governorship. And so if it wasn't this, it was going to be something else just because of the nature of the, of the beast. Um, and so, it, you know, it is what it is. And the good news is that I think eventually we will have this behind us. Um, we will get back to a different normal, um, and we will get to see each other in person again. And I will always be part of AAF, so I'll, I'll get to see those folks. And I'll get to look back and say, gosh, you know, when I was governor, <laughs> you know, this is what happened. Um, <laughs> So I, you know, and, and it really, it, it, to me personally, it doesn't make much sense to, to pine over what was, you know, or what could have been. It's so much more impactful and better for me mentally to look through the, the front of the glass and not the rear view. There you go. That's, that's a wonderful response. Thank you for that, Suzanne. I, uh, I, uh, Stephanie, I'll ask this, um, this question of you. Uh, it seems to me that the American Advertising Federation, District 10, all the great clubs that are in this district, people need AAF right now. People need, even though we can't be face-to-face, -face, even though we can't do things the way we used to do it, wouldn't you say that American Advertising Federation uh, participation is more essential than it ever has been right now? I think 100%. You know, I think what, you know, Suzanne, Crystal, and I have all touched on is that you know, we, this is more of a friendship, you know, this is a way to make friends within the industry and a way to have a support system outside of colleagues. And I think that that in 2020 has been incredibly essential to me. Um, I'm fortunate enough that with AAS and Marillo, several of those club members are my best friends. And it sounds, I know I sound cheesy, but I'm very honest and other clubs, tend to jab at us a little bit, but Amarillo, you know, really does act like a family and, you know, several of those women have been there for me when I went through some incredibly difficult circumstances and I think 2020 is no different and I've heard of just wonderful things 
and other clubs as well. And so I think that it's essential that in a time when we can't physically gather, that we do it digitally and we're supporting each other through just these challenges that have been, you know, something hopefully none of us will ever see again. So I, I couldn't agree more that the AAF is essential. It's essential to have um, people that are there in your corner that can help you if, you know, something happens to you because of this pandemic. And so I think that, you know, I love this organization and I'm passionate about it. And I think that I couldn't be more grateful to be a part of it. Well, we are blessed with a bunch of uh, incredible people in District 10 and in the American Advertising Federation uh, overall. Crystal, be, uh, I'm sure you're now packed and ready to roll, uh, get some gas in the car. But uh, before before yeah. we let you guys go, give us some inspiring words, Crystal, to take us into 2021. Don't, as Suzanne said, don't dwell on the past. Look forward to the future. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. Find, you know, find yourself. Find, you know, what makes you happy, what makes you propel yourself for the better. I think we're right now there's some negative things out there and on the media and, you know, on social media, and it's really easy to get lost into it. But I think, you know, find the greater good, try to see the positive um, in anything that you do, whether it's personally, professionally, um, or through, you know, volunteer organization. So I think that's the biggest thing is always look for the greater good. Um, you know, don't dwell on the negative. There's actually a lot of good stuff um, that's out there right now. I know that you could be overshadowed by the negative, but, um, you know, there's Grass is greener on the other side. It's going to get better. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Those are great words. The power trio here, Crystal, Stephanie, Suzanne, <laughs> you guys are doing great things for District 10. And on behalf of the American Advertising Federation, congratulations. Uh, keep it going. Be safe. Enjoy your holiday. And let's make uh, let's make 2021 even better, huh? Yes, sir. Thank you, Ray. Thank Merry you. Christmas and Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Well, there it is, our little holiday podcast for the American Advertising Federation District 10. A wave goodbye to 2020 and uh, looking ahead to uh, a much better uh, 2021. Be safe this holiday season. If you're considering membership in the American Advertising Federation in District 10 or anywhere you're listening to this podcast, go do it. It'll be one of the best things you did in the new year. You've been listening to a podcast from the American Advertising Federation District 10. Find out more at aaf10.org. That's aaf10.org. Subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast platform is. We are right there. Do that and you'll never miss a new podcast. And your rating on iTunes will also help us grow. Give us a good one. Don't be afraid to share what you've heard today on social media as well. So until next time, thank you for listening. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to one and all. This is Attention, Copyright 2020. I'm Ray Shellens.